On today's episode, we're going to discover the world of Disney Signature Dining. Let's get our fancy pants on and let's explore this wide world of fancy, fine dining. This is episode 96 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Welcome back to the show. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today by my co-host, Ryan. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Pretty good. Yeah, we're a, we're a man down today because our good friend, Justin, he is enjoying the parks himself right now. Yes. At Magic Kingdom as we speak. Mm. So we've got boots on the ground, if you will, live action. I'm not, uh, I'm not jealous or anything, but I hope he has not a great time. Not at all, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he has the best time ever. Yeah, it's it's been a while. He needed uh he needed to get down there. It's uh yes. What is about a five six month streak for him? Yeah, going. Yeah, it's that I've recently broke, so it felt good. Yeah, at least you at least you and broke the seal and like and you visited like two more times like in a row after that. Yeah, yeah, I had to finish strong with another visit. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Good to be back in the uh, on the show, uh, talking. Get a good break from reality a little bit, so to speak, as well. It's just, man, it's you know the holidays are so fun and exciting, and but there's just so much to do at the same time that goes with it, right? Pressure, just pressure <sighs> and build up on, and it's really self inflicted. It is, honestly. Yeah, it is. I'm trying not yeah. to let it get to me, but man, it's just. There's so much prep and attention, and we're about to go to Disney ourselves, me and the family, uh, for for a long you know weekend, and it's man, it's we'll be there for three nights. I'm just trying to get ready for that and just get everything else. It just because it just feels like it's like back to back to back to back to back weekends, and it's like oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, it's we got this. Oh, we've got that. Oh, and look, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and then you got New Year's and start all over. Yeah, rinse and repeat. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, I experienced the same thing today. We, uh, for the last four years now, we have done, we have hosted Thanksgiving at our house and mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. a large pole barn outside that you've, you know, been yeah. to and we've watched oh, football yeah. and cooked out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like to entertain out there. So we spent today throwing stuff away, getting oh, the barn yeah. ready, cleaning up mm-hmm. and just making sure we got everything. So it's, yeah. it's always a big, big buildup and we try to make sure it's all perfect yes and it's just yes pressure 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 isn't it that like that's that's the part that you just said right there right the magic word perfect right and like yep. we try to we try to achieve that sometimes and it's just at the end of the day does it make the uh, make the biggest difference when you've you know you've done that you know that little task that you think it's going to be this huge flaw in how the plans go and how the day goes and when everything is said and done, it'll probably be so minuscule that it would never even stood out or, you know, like I think we get caught up sometimes in those little things a little too much. Well, my inner OCD and control freak yeah, is satisfied yes. when it's done. So Dude, you're speaking my language. <laughs> you're speaking my language there. If anyone that knows me is, is nodding their head. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, 
Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're covering the too. same cloth there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can see that's when you can tell we got that same gene. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So absolutely. When, as you guys can't tell already, we are in the middle of our coffee break brought to you by our friends at expeditionroasters.com. So always be sure and check our affiliate links in the description of the episodes and give our friends a visit at expeditionroasters.com. They got some great coffee for the holidays, some great gift ideas, and use the code off the monorails at checkout and save yourself 10%. Be sure and get your cart to $65 or more, and that'll earn yourself free shipping in the continental U.S. So once again, expeditionroasters.com, get yourself some good coffee, and Jordan, let's continue this coffee break. Yeah, it's real quick. Jolliest bunch of assholes. The eggnog flavor, it's pretty good. Just throwing that out there. So, looking for a seasonal I'm treat ready to order. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm getting ready to order some for the the holidays because we're we're starting to dwindle down to like two bags left. Oh yeah. So if I go ahead and order now, I'll I'll go ahead and have it restocked before we run out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what else is what else is happening in your world, man? You, you're you're almost done with vacation, huh? Yeah, yeah, my, my vacation days are ticking down. Um, you know, the majority of that's been spent dealing with sick children and a yeah. sick, you know, adult and myself. <laughs> but I, I guess I'd rather be sick when I don't have to work. So it's easier to recover because yes, yeah. being sick at yeah. work sucks. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been a nice reset, though, just being able to hang out with the kids for their Thanksgiving break and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. do that whole deal and been catching up on some uh, Disney Plus. Oh, Home Alone okay. was added yeah. back to Disney Plus. Yeah. So we've been enjoying that. And we've been enjoying some additional holiday movies. Um, watching the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special yeah. from yeah. last year. Yeah. Just trying to enjoy as much Disney Plus as possible. Even a couple of times we watched A Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. You know, because it's Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah, it all, it's, it's definitely going to be on in our household. Uh, I've been listening to uh, to Smartless. It's another podcast uh, hosted by uh, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic listen. Uh, and they interview different guests. And uh, they had John Favreau on uh, on one of their episodes. And this is an older episode, but I'm I'm getting through the catalog now. And they were talking about you know his his movie experience and directing and. You know, they, of course, they went to the Marvel stuff and they went to Star Wars stuff, but they talked about Elf and how that really, you know, broke him out of you know being this like the potential of, of put his name on the map as far as directing goes and how how that film turned into an instant cl- holiday classic. And now, oh yeah, look out! Here we are, twenty years later, dude. Twenty years later, since Elf was released. God. <laughs> Sorry to break your heart there. <laughs> now, see, we watched it the other day, and now it makes sense why Will Ferrell looks so young in that movie. Yeah, yeah, twenty years ago. Twenty years. Good God. Yeah, that so, doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, it was just it's a it's a good uh, good listen. Uh, so if you want to get some more insight too behind uh, like Mandalorian, how that all came about and uh, how, you know, he kicked off the whole MCU with Iron Man and the technology that they developed to do all that stuff. Give that a listen. It's a, you know, shameless plug for that podcast, Smartless. It's a really good listen though. It's just a, just a fan here speaking. So uh, it's really, really funny too with those three guys. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm. We're obviously we're. Uh, if you can't tell, we're recording this in advance, so we can spend a little bit of 
time during the holiday season with our families. Uh, and we thought, you know, Ryan and I have had a pretty good amount of experiences dining around Walt Disney World. And so we thought we'd kind of go into some of our favorite signature dining moments. Uh, we've gotten around a little bit. Obviously, there's still more to be had. We haven't eaten everywhere. But we wanted to break into the signature dining segment, give you guys a recap, kind of a, a what signature dining really is and what it means and what it's all about, and then give you our personal experiences at these restaurants so that you can go make informed decisions. You got trips coming up. You're thinking about spending a good amount of money on some of these places to eat. It might as you might as well, you know, get some data, get some facts, get some opinions, right? From from us who've sat there, paid that bill and had the food and and put it, you know, put it to use. Uh, so that's what we are going to discuss today. Uh, so to start it off, Ryan, what is signature dining? So signature dining at Disney is basically another term for fine dining establishments if you will. This encapsulates uh, the best food, the best service, your selections of wine and cocktails and spirits, all of that in tow, and of course, uh, a premium in pricing as well. And again, like Jordan's saying, you know, getting the data that you can get before taking on this type of price tag, this is this is basically your insight into whether or not some of these places are worth it or not. And that that includes it as a whole for your service, your experience, the food, everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to go over every bit of our experiences at each of these establishments that we've been to. And from there, you know, you can decide yourself on if you want to take this step. Um, but, you know, signature restaurants at Disney are to the populace considered fancy or gourmet. But not all of these restaurants have like a... Um, stuffy like uh pretentiousness to them like right. some of them don't have dress codes some of them are within the parks so people that are getting off of a ride and sweating their asses off can go <laughs> sit down and still have a, a nice steak dinner if you want yeah but some of these places really are exclusive to what's required to even get in the door so right we're gonna we're gonna dive into some of these and and give you the pros and cons yeah, and like like you just said, right? Like it's it gives you the option to have a really good meal most of the time in my experience. Uh we'll get to we'll get to maybe one or two that were a little disappointing. But it really is an elevated dining experience when you compare it to the other styles of dining at Disney and which is your, your obviously your quick service and then your standard table service restaurants. Uh so it, this really the the signature dining kind of sets it apart and Disney separates their character dining from their signature dining as well. I do think there there are some examples that there are some of the character dining options that are more signature like than others and we'll get to an example of that as well uh, that we've uh, experienced uh, but depending on how you you know how you splice it, um, there's a handful there's a there's a handful of restaurants at Disney, about 25 today that uh, Walt Disney World classifies as signature dining establishments. Uh, so we're going to go through the list. Some of these, in my opinion, when I started looking through the list of, of restaurants, I was like, how, how are some of these, how are 
you know, how's this restaurant not on this list? And how is this one on the list? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it was kind of, it was curious to see some of some of the placements, right? Some of the categorization, uh, but you, you can find these all around Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, there's some at the parks. Uh, there's some at the resorts. Uh, there's some at Disney Springs. So really, you can kind of go almost anywhere on Walt Disney World property uh, and find an example of true signature dining. Uh, so one that um, I would like to start out with, which was my first ever signature dining spot. Uh, it's a place that just reopened maybe four or five months ago or so. And that's at Narcusi's. Uh, Narcusi's was the first, I, I think it was actually the first Disney restaurant that I actually sat down at when we started going again as adults, like it, truly going again, me and my wife, we were down there, uh, uh, for some, uh, I think it was for some baseball or, um, and I was able to snag, I, I, this was, I mean, back in what's uh, maybe 2015, 2016. And I just started researching kind of Disney restaurants, you know, the best of sort of thing and wanted to treat my wife to a nice dinner out, was able to snag a reservation at Narcuzzi's at, and we sat down at, I think 8.15, and if you don't know, Narcusis is at Grand Floridian, uh, and it sits right there on the water facing um, facing Magic Kingdom, and it's, it, it's all windowed, and so it looks out right at the castle, and when those fireworks start going off while you're sitting there having dinner, and they pipe in the firework music for Happily Ever After, then... It's a very magical dining experience. Uh, so that right there was was worth it. Um, but then when you got into the food, the it's a, it's it's Narcusis. It, you know, it's a restaurant that specializes in steaks and seafood uh, naturally. So I, you're gonna if you are a seafood lover or if you are a steak lover, uh, then this is a really really good spot for you. The menu was overhauled uh, recently, uh, so there are some new options and some old favorites. Um, but just to cover just a couple uh, of items that we had when we were there that are still on the menu, whenever we visited, I had the uh, prime New York strip steak. Uh, it's served with potato mash, uh, roasted rainbow veggies, and has a red wine uh, demi-glaze. Uh, the price currently for that item is $59. Uh, my wife had the surf and turf. And so that's a filet mignon, uh, butter poached lobster tail, uh, potato mash, rainbow vegetables roasted with that same red wine demi glaze. That's an $87 price point. Uh, they also have some great wine selections and uh, beer uh, as well. And of course, some nice cocktails uh, to go around. So this is one of those, again, when you talk about signature dining, you expect a little bit of a higher price tag associated to some of the items. Uh, but again, it's, you also expect that elevated dining experience with some additional touches and features in the restaurant that you normally wouldn't get. Uh, so Narcuzzi's, for example, like I mentioned, has that exposure to the fireworks right there and a gorgeous view. You're basically on the water eating, but then the atmosphere of the restaurant itself has that same elevated 
kind of feeling, uh, if you will. So, and if you've been in any type of other, you know, elevated restaurant, you'll know what I mean by that. Yeah. And one thing that's uh, pretty common through the signature restaurants is that the menus at most of them will be a la carte. So you will choose like a cut of meat Mm -hmm. and then you, that will be one price. And then your sides sometimes will be an additional price. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what you get. So that's very common for these. And most of the meat dishes come with an accompaniment, like a, like a, you know, blistered tomatoes or some roasted potatoes or like a, right. you know, asparagus. And these are more so considered garnishes than a side. So that's why the sides are typically separate. But again, this is still common among all fine dining, even outside of Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this was the case whenever my wife and I visited Yachtsman at Yacht Club just recently back in October for our anniversary. And um, she got the, the filet mignon and I got the New York strip. And again, the cut of meat was listed as one price on the menu. And then I would get my mashed potatoes as a side, Mm -hmm. and those were a separate charge. And if you wanted additional sides as well, they were an uh, additional charge. But the the potatoes and the blistered tomatoes that came with the steak actually were uh, plentiful enough that they could have been considered a side. Because it was like five of those fingerling potatoes split in half, roasted, and then like five or six blistered cherry tomatoes like this to me that's that's enough to be a side well especially when you're eating um, that that amount of steak too yeah yeah because i think it was a, a a 16 or 20 ounce strip yeah so that's a decent steak and mm-hmm. um i actually remember getting two separate meals out of this i couldn't even eat the whole thing so <laughs> i purposely ate only half of each yeah and then including the bread service. Bread service is also very common for any of these restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they th- the choices they have are incredible. And then you go into your bourbon flight like I had. It's so incredible. And then the, the, the waiter actually went through like a whole five-minute spiel about the, the bourbon flight, just, you know, listing off these different notes. Oh, yeah. And, where all of these come from and, you know, what to expect, the, the flavor profiles. And he even spent a couple minutes just talking about uh, the garlic, the way they roast the garlic <laughs> for the bread service. Yeah. And where they source their butter from. They like source their butter from like an Irish dairy farm. And this, it's, that type of detail is, is what you can expect going to any mm-hmm. Disney signature restaurant is you're going to get a backstory on the food and the sourcing and the, just the location that you're you're eating at you'll get history on on you know who's eating here and you know anything else in between so it's they're always well-informed waiters and and waitresses that they put in place here and they they're very good at their jobs and they they give you the utmost detailed service ever yeah i mean an example of that for myself too was at our you know the next place that we ever experienced signature dining uh which was Gico. And I've actually had the pleasure of eating at Gico twice now. Uh, once in 2019 for uh, for an anniversary dinner, and uh, once uh, last year, uh, just with my family, I wanted to treat my mom to a really nice dinner. Uh, she does a lot for us, and uh, so we we brought her and the kids uh, to Gico. Gico is one of the signature dining um, options at at Walt Disney World. There's a few that have a dress code or a suggested dress code. Uh, so while it's not suit and tie like Victorian Alberts, which is the highest 
uh, example of signature dining at Walt Disney World. It's a four diamond restaurant. But um, Gico, you know, they, you know, they want you to, you know, dress a little nicer, right? Uh, uh, you know, a casual, yep. a casual dressed up um, fashion just to, because again, these are elevated dining experiences. Like you mentioned, Ryan, like we had a fantastic server that evening who went through, took time with us uh, to go through the wine offering there, which is a great wine offering. If you're a fan of wines, Gico has an amazing wine list. Everything is fe- it, featured on that list is from Africa. Uh, but yeah. they took time to, to get us, you know, sam- several samples. He went through, you know, based on like what we thought we were going to be eating. And so we, they paired it for us. The bread service was amazing. And again, just walks you through uh, the dining experience, right? It's all, it's all part of the show, you know, so to speak. And that meal is to this day, still one of the best meals I've ever had anywhere. Not just on Disney property, but anywhere. Uh, you can still go get uh, what I had um, that evening. My first time uh, eating there was the Moroccan spice lamb shank. Uh, it's apricot glazed uh, lamb and with a root veggie mash, uh, confit squash, and cranberry date relish. So fresh, so flavorful. Uh, not gamey. Uh, I know people sometimes some people can get deterred by lamb fantastic fantastic dish i mean just literally falls off the bone and melts in your mouth as you eat but they have a they have a a botswana a short rib here they have some great seafood options here as well of course they have a filet mignon um they have so many good dishes here the soups are really nice uh and they do uh they one of their enhancements ryan is the oxtail stew from Boma. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. Yes. And they 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 I suggested then. They do it like a little elevated where you get the cracked hominy in it with the sea peas and the masala. Oh, yeah. And then of course you get that nice gra- uh braised oxtail right there through through the middle of it, but uh the mac <sighs> and cheese level. here, <laughs> mac and cheese, again, you wouldn't think Jico, which is an African inspired restaurant, uh it means the cooking place. Uh you wouldn't think that the mac and cheese would be something to to get here. Uh, but it is. It's uh, it's a bobity mac and cheese. So it's four cheeses, spiced beef, almonds, raisins, uh, kachumbari, and a red wine reduction. Uh, don't knock it till you try it. It's super, super, super good. So uh, they have so many really good things going on at Chico. Again, along with the food, the wine list, the, the cocktail list, uh, you can have a very, very, very nice time. And I tell you, I... I the the bread and butter here on another level on another level <laughs> i i got made fun of i remember you reading yes. about it i got made fun our server made fun of us well made fun of me because i was just raving about how good the butter was and so he was nice enough to bring me as much butter as i wanted but uh it was uh it was really good <laughs> let's just say that well like in, in one thing with with these type of restaurants too these are the perfect place if you're willing to put yourself outside your comfort zone oh, and try yes. something new. Yes, these dishes are put together so well with flavor profiles and just the, the side pairings. Yes, the, the, these are the perfect opportunities to push yourself out of your boundaries mm-hmm. to see what what kind of, the kind of flavors are out there because some of these things they come up with are incredible and like yeah. you know especially Gico. I remember you telling us how exotic the menu was mm-hmm. and then. Places like California Grill and Citrico's, they do a lot of 
venison and wild game and, yeah. and things that people normally don't lean towards. But these di- the, the the chefs that they have put in these these dishes and these sides together, yeah, it, it's it's perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like a perfect example of that too. Is uh, Topolino's Terrace? Uh, we just ate there, you know, a couple months back. This was our first time there. It's again, this restaurant's at the top floor of the uh, Riviera Resort, and it's it's you know it's French and Italian cuisine. It's again fine dining, uh, but you know, there's so many varieties to have here. Um, and when you look at some of their, just some of their appetizers, uh, you have a, a duck on feet, uh, appetizer. There's a grilled octopus appetizer, uh, with poblano romesco, black garlic aioli, uh, and spiced potatoes. Uh, we, we got the gnocchi and with a braised, uh, lamb shoulder with mushrooms and a red, red wine jus. Uh, it's just some great those are just the those are just some examples of the starters right and then of course you have a filet mignon you have sea scallops uh, my mom actually got a roasted cauliflower steak there and it was served with farro and fava beans and arugula uh, uh it was it was super tasty i tried it it was it was you know just different little things here and there um that they have at these restaurants that yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay a good price tag for some of these dishes, uh, but man, the flavor and the experience that you it's gonna be on another level for sure. Oh yeah, one thing that you should definitely do because like more than likely anytime you're going to these types of places, it's for a special occasion. Yeah, but especially if it's for like an anniversary, a birthday, something you know, or a honeymoon, whatever it may be. Anytime you're at Disney, even if it's not at a restaurant, make sure you tell people that you're celebrating something Mm -hmm. because that always opens the window for even extra attention. And this doesn't fall short at at these signature restaurants because a lot of times with my experience, you uh, when booking your reservation or whatever, you can put in there that you're celebrating something so they know ahead of time. Yes. But this sometimes garners desserts and... uh, like personalized experiences with within the dinner, mm-hmm. they'll they'll do things you know for, uh, for your anniversary or your honeymoon. Uh, they'll uh, have cards made up for you, or they'll have the the finishing chef do stuff with the plate for like an anniversary dessert. And a lot of times the desserts are free, um, not all the time, but it does happen. I will say that with our experience at the Yachtsman, that we told them it was our anniversary. While we uh, opted to get the chocolate lighthouse cake as our dessert, they also brought us a plate of macarons and you know all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And on our chocolate lighthouse, they made up a chocolate placard with "Happy Anniversary" drizzled on it in like a cherry sauce. <laughs> and um, you know the plate of macarons were arranged in a hidden Mickey shape, and there was fruit on the plate and other stuff. So always make sure and tell them you're you're celebrating an occasion if you're if you're celebrating something at at these nice places because yeah. they are a great place to to celebrate at. Yeah. Well, and then it right, that's just another example of them just going that extra mile and elevating the dining experience even further. So, yeah, that extra difference. Yeah. I do want to talk about one signature dining restaurant that shocked me that A that it was on the list as a signature dining option and B that it can still be considered a uh, 
signature dining restaurant based on the experience I had there. Um, I'm not going to be kind to this restaurant because I want people to have hear some hear an honest opinion. Uh, over at Disney Springs, if you're walking around there, uh, you'll notice a rest- one restaurant in particular that looks like a giant boat on, on right there on the water. Uh, and oh it looks really nice to uh, <laughs> go eat on the said boat and look look out at the water at night. Be a fantastic uh, experience, right? Uh, this restaurant, of course, is Paddlefish. Uh, there in the landing area of Disney Springs. Please, in my experience, do not go and spend your money at Paddlefish. There are other options. There are many, many, many more options at Walt Disney World Resort to spend your hard-earned money at uh, rather than this restaurant. Uh, this was my experience, so take it for what it is, right? If you want to go try it for yourself, go for it. But my experience was is that you know we had a... My wife planned a nice birthday dinner here for us, and we uh, got seated probably about 15 minutes after our reservation time. And as they walked us past empty tables right on the water, uh, we got sat right next to uh, the uh, swinging door to the kitchen. Basically, uh, no one else around us in the very back of the restaurant. And uh, we we ordered some uh, we ordered some starters. You know, uh, we ordered uh, some. Uh, I think it was calamari to start. Uh, nothing to write home about. I've had better calamari at much cheaper restaurants. Uh, and then when uh, when we decided, you know, we placed our order for our, for our entrees, and uh, it took about thirty minutes for my wife to get her food, and it took me it took an extra forty five minutes after that for me to get my food. Uh, so, and the food was very very mediocre. Uh, so if you're looking for, uh, for a good meal, um, uh, this ain't it, man. This really is not it. Uh, I, I just, I don't have anything nice to say about this restaurant. It was not, uh, not that appetizing. Uh, the experience was terrible. Uh, and when, you know, these signature dining restaurants are supposed to be what Disney says, the best food and service available uh, this was flat out not it. A huge disappointment. I will never go back to this restaurant. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I just it, that's how much this stuck with me. Uh, and I'm here to share Thanks. with everybody because I don't think they should get anyone else's money either. Sorry. It's real world stuff. <laughs> We're not here to kiss ass. That's for sure. <laughs> sorry. You know, one that I'm shocked that's on this list is the Hollywood Brown Derby at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And maybe that's just judging a book by its cover. It doesn't look like a, a signature restaurant to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never eaten there, so maybe it's a hot take. But just judged by looks, it doesn't look like anything to rave about. Yeah, I don't. I've never, I've never eaten there either. Uh, and frankly, it's because that I find it very underwhelming. I find the restaurant and it's and it's offering to be underwhelming. I mean, it's like, all right, who wants to go pay? for an overpriced salad, right? Like that's what they're known for, right? There's the salad, Mm -hmm. right? Like who wants to, the Cobb salad, $25. And that just is just lettuce, turkey, bacon, egg, tomatoes, and blue cheese and avocado. That's it. If you want to put chicken on top of it, now it's $32. If you want to put shrimp on top of it, it's $35 for a Cobb salad. A filet of beef itself without a side is $49 or chicken a la king, $33. 
fourteen dollars for lobster bisque, or yeah. again, twenty one dollars for a cheese and charcuterie board. If I'm at Hollywood Studios and I'm getting charcuterie, I'm going to Baseline, and it's going to be cheaper than twenty one dollars. Exactly. I mean, and it's going to be better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's because it emulates the Brown Derby, the actual Brown Derby restaurant, right? And so, yeah, it maybe it's like, oh well, yes, famous people ate here. Like, well, no, they didn't. They ate at the real one. They just brought their stuff over here. So, I I don't know. I I really don't. I haven't given it a chance. To be fair, I haven't given it a chance, and I might one day, but. Again, I'd rather spend my money elsewhere where I feel like I'm getting a more bang for my buck and probably better food. And it's not that I haven't watched vlogs about this place yeah, to, same. to see the food. Same. So I've seen people's reviews on the food, and most of the time it's the same sentiment we have. You know, maybe a little sugar-coated, but mm-hmm. it's it's not enough for me to go. Like, there's other places I've gone and eaten at based on vlogs that I've watched right. where it's like, okay, this looks like it could be the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some restaurants that I'm surprised aren't on this list. Uh, one in particular, actually, um, and it is recently voted a Michelin guide top restaurant in Orlando. There are four other restaurants on the Michelin guide, uh, for the Orlando area, uh, that are at Walt Disney World Resort, uh, and all of them are considered signature dining restaurants according to disney but the last one the fifth one is not on the signature dining list according to disney and that restaurant is one of my favorites on property and that's toledo of course it's on it sits on the 16th floor of disney's coronado springs resort that it's in the tower there grand Estino tower and if you have not been to toledo please Take a moment, go book a reservation right now. It should be pretty easy to get because I think people still are sleeping on this restaurant, which go ahead and sleep on it if you don't want if you don't want to have great service and great food because that just leaves more reservations available for me to go here. The elevated food to the T, just everything about the food here and the selections is amazing. And you're not going to find this type of food and service many more places. Uh, in Orlando, you know, much less, uh, you know, anywhere else. So uh, it, this is this is one of those two that you can get by a little cheaper with some of the signature options uh, on the menu as well. So I, I it's it's hard to beat the the atmosphere here, Ryan. I know you haven't been here, uh, but I've talked. I know we've talked about it a lot. It's very hard to beat this restaurant right now, man. Well, even even just being in Grand Destino Tower alone oh. should put it in a signature dining yeah. experience. Yeah. Because Grand Destino Tower is a marvel. And if you have not been to this resort to see it, it is insane. Even if you just enjoy one of the bars mm-hmm. right there, oh, yeah. the, you'll know this is next Yeah, level. the Dahlia Lounge, which is uh, right there upstairs, oh, yeah. too, on the 16th floor of the tower. You can go up there. And it's just it's across the way from from Toledo. Go up there. They have a good they have a good food offering there. Great drinks. Uh, they got the big balcony outside, or you can see kind of basically all of Orlando from there. It feels like go up there. Go to this resort and and enjoy some time there. 
it was it's a such a great great place and during the holidays it looks really cool too they light it up with all the red and green lights they got some very nice elegant uh decorations throughout inside oh it's it's super it's super good well and see now that we we talk about uh, like bars and lounges if you're not willing to take the full plunge mm-hmm. and go to the restaurants mm-hmm. right now you can actually go to some of the neighboring bars and lounges of some of these signature restaurants and get a small taste of the menu yeah. without doing so. Yeah. And, you know, that one Dahlia being a very good option to do that, as well as the Cruise Cup Lounge for Yachtsmen at yes. uh, Yacht Club. Yeah, Cruise Cup is great. Or, yeah, uh, the Morimoto Asia Street Food Outpost. It's it's a lounge to Morimoto Asia in Disney Springs. Yes. And they share some scaled down items from the menu. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a little taste of it without the full uh, financial investment, you can always look into getting into some of the lounges and stuff. And those are usually walk up status. So you don't have to worry about reservations or anything like yeah. that. Um, it's a great way to experience them still mm-hmm. and, and at least get the vibe yeah. until you uh, really want to plunge and, and go, go full on for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I, Hey, listen, there's a there's a list of 25 restaurants, right? There's definitely something for everyone on this list. Go next time you're go go have a good special occasion meal. Go and and just enjoy yourselves, right? And go enjoy an elevated dining experience. Uh, you you work hard, right? You work hard to provide, you work hard to to get through what you need to get through. Go go enjoy yourself for one evening, right? Go just you know, just let it all go for a couple of hours. And these these restaurants are there are some great ones on this list to go do just that. So there's one on um there's one restaurant that we have experienced together that I'm actually shocked has not been added as a signature restaurant so far. Okay. And that would be Wine Bar George at Disney Springs. I'm I'm actually shocked that it's not a signature dining experience based on just the elevated food and the extensive uh the the wine yeah. selections the drink selections the atmosphere uh just everything that it has to offer i i truly feel that it should be added i to tell this. you what it's much more signature than paddlefish much more <laughs> sorry <laughs> i i agree it's, i mean this yeah it's wonderful i have not had a bad experience there yet and it's yeah, the offering there is is on another level as well. You're right, Ryan. I mean, it, if that doesn't qualify for signature dining, I mean, it has to be one of the next ones up on the list, right? Like it, to me, it's yeah. it's got to be it's got to be there soon, if they're if they're looking to expand. Um, but yeah, it's there. There are some really good options still. Uh, and yeah, this list is fluid too. Disney changes it from time to time. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to get on the path and, and keep on trying these places. Uh, and this will just be, this is part one. We'll, we'll bring you those experiences as we go through them and, and enjoy more, uh, restaurants. We'll, we'll bring you our takes. Uh, some might be a little hot, sorry, but, uh, we'll, we'll let, we'll let you know the truth, right? We'll let you know our true thoughts and opinions, uh, on these places so you can feel good. You know, feel a little bit more empowered with uh, your decision making and where you're going to spend your money. Yeah, and if you know by chance you do decide to 
book an experience at one of these venues, you know, based on our information on this episode, uh, make sure that you do so through the My Disney Experience app. That's where you book all of your reservations, or you can have some um, Disney planning uh, guides that will do it for you. But you can treat this like any other dining reservation at Disney. You just tap in the date, the party size, and go from mm-hmm. there. And, of course, there are annual pass holder, Disney Vacation Club discounts, Disney Chase Visa discounts. There are discounts that apply to these uh, these menus. So on top of everything, you can probably save yourself a little bit of money at the same time while enjoying an uh, elevated yeah. dining experience. So no, can't argue Never with that. a bad thing. Never a bad thing. So, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Ryan, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, sharing your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, thank you, too. And now it's uh, kind of making oh, me Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, you said one thing. You know, you said, you know, dipping your toe in the water, you want to try some of this food. You go to their lounges. The same could be said about one of our affiliate partners over at DVC Rental Store. If you want to, if you kind of want to try DVC and you, you're thinking about maybe j- becoming a member, but you don't want to make the full commitment yet, of, you know, becoming a DVC member, go rent some points from DVC Rental Store. There's a link in the episode description. You want to check them out. Great way to save money. Great way to experience DVC style rooms. We, that's what we did. And look, now I'm a DVC member, uh, but I still use DVC Rental Store all the time to save a lot of money. So affiliate link in the episode description. Go check them out. Great, great deals. Great service. Great people. Go do that. Save some money on your next vacation. Also, we got some other affiliate links in the episode description. Great partners for uh, some really good, really good, really uh, awesome gifts, some good ideas there. Uh, so candles, uh, soaps, et cetera, got you covered there. So go check out the affiliate links in the episode description and help us out. Also, while you're out and about checking all those links, be sure you're following us on all of our socials, that mainly being Instagram and YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on X, Threads, you name it, TikTok. We're always adding some silly stuff to TikTok. And uh, be sure you can go check out our website at offthemonorails.com. We got a shop there with some great merch. You can get some uh, great gift ideas that are parks-inspired and food-inspired for the holidays. Uh, we got some drinkware, some some bags, you name it. And um, anywhere you find us at Off the Monorails, just be sure you're following along and uh, give everything a look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Again, Ryan, thank you so much, man. And I hope, Justin, I hope you're listening to this episode right now and can tell how excited we were for you to be at Disney without us. Yeah. Yeah. Best wishes to you. Hope you have a, a, a great trip. Uh, I'm jealous. Now I want to go again, so I'm probably going to be going yeah. again soon. Well, funny enough, as we're recording this, I'll be headed down in three days. So can't uh, can't wait. I love but, that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll uh, we'll catch them later. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get to the drawing board and All see right, what man. I can conjure up. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Off the Monorails.